Hi everyone, welcome to the Baby Sleep Magic Podcast. My name is Chantelle and in today's episode I'm going to be touching on a question I get asked quite frequently um, in regards to night waking. So it's very common for babies who know how to sleep, know how to self-soothe, um, what to wake up through the night after they've been fed, after that you've checked everything, they're not teething, they're not going through anything, but they happen to stay awake for long periods of time. This is very normal, especially for babies over the age of around you know, six months plus. Um, usually what it's related to is development and possibly even a leap at that time. So look, very common scenarios what I see is bub will go to bed anywhere between six and seven. They might wake for a feed between 10 p.m. and midnight. They may even wake for another feed anywhere between two and three. And that's usually where the challenge then may begin. So anywhere from could even be as early as midnight, but usually it's around three in the morning where they're quite happy to stay awake and bumble around. Now, in some cases, babies can be quite frustrated and they're quite whingy and whiny in this time. Other times your baby's learning or practicing that skill that they've learned for the day. Now, whether it's clapping their hands or blowing raspberries or rolling from side to side, whatever it might be that they've learned either that day or the day before or learned that night, uh, they want to practice it at 3 a.m. And look, unfortunately, there's not a lot you can do at this particular time. If they're not distressed and really completely out of sorts, my advice here is to just let them be because all the padding, rocking, shushing, and even feeding in the world is still not going to get them back to sleep. So usually what I suggest is let them be as long as they're in their safe environment, there's nothing that's going to hurt them. Obviously, if they're in their cot, it's going to be fine. Um, and if they've had a feed, that's great. Let them be and they'll bumble around. They might get frustrated from time to time, but ultimately there's nothing at this point you can do. Um, especially if you've ruled out teething, that's the other one. As long as you can rule any pain or discomfort out, let them be. And this method, this process might go on for anywhere up to an hour and a half to two hours. And this is the frustrating bit because parents, most parents have a monitor. If you don't have a monitor, the baby's probably in the same room as you. And it can be quite hard and frustrating for parents wanting to go back to sleep, but bub is awake babbling in the background. So as much as you can, um, as frustrating as it is, my advice is to try and switch off if you can, any way possible. Um, and what you might then find is after the hour and a half to two hours, that's when bub then becomes cranky, frustrated and tired. And that at that point, there at that point is where you may need to intervene. So that's where you can then offer the shushing, the padding, the rubbing, padding the mattress if that works. Even in some cases, offering them a small feed. You may have offered them a full feed an hour and a half, two hours ago. And although it isn't the norm, although it isn't the quiet being four hours, but at the end of the day, what you want to do at this point is get your baby back to sleep. And they're tired, they're exhausted, and now they're frustrated. And if offering them a small feed is going to help. Now, whether that's three or four minutes on the breast or going to get a bottle of 40, 30 to 40 mils, it just gives them that little bit of comfort, warms their tummy, and it helps take the edge off. Um, it helps take the edge off if they're a tiny bit hungry or they're, like I said, a little bit out of sorts, giving them that small little feed. It might at this point be four or 4.30 in the morning isn't the end of the world. It's not gonna continue every single night. Um, they definitely will go through phases, but at the end of the day, it's how you manage it. And in the meantime, trying not to get into bad habits along the way because babies pick up on that stuff really quickly and it's very easy to go downhill or backwards pretty quickly. So 
maintaining your normal night feeds as normal, but you don't wanna be offering extra feeds if you don't need to. But like I did say, if you need to offer a small feed to get them over the line at four, 4.30, whatever time it might be, definitely do that. But then my tip here in the morning, when they, when you wanna start your day, if they're not awake by 7 a.m., wake them for the day. What you don't want them doing night after night is waking up at three, four in the morning or earlier, having a play for two hours and then wanting to sleep in till eight or 9 a.m. Like that's not okay. Otherwise you just, your day's gonna be end up all over the place. Naps are gonna be random and you're just gonna, your days are gonna be all mixed up. So if they're awake at six, great. But if they're not, I would um, wake them at seven. And when I say wake them, don't go in and shake them or anything you know, turn the white noise off, open the blinds, open the door and make some household noise. And by that, they should be able to just come out of that sleep cycle and, and wake up for the day around about seven. So um, look, I hope that helps. I hope it gives you a bit of an overview of that night wakings in this particular scenario is very normal. It's very expected. They can usually last anywhere up to about two years of age, especially once um, all their leaps and developmental milestones have finished. So you're likely to experience situations like this up until the age of around two. So thanks again for listening, guys, and stay tuned for next week's podcast.